This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at City Field up in Flushing, the Marlins and the Mets wrapped up their four-game wraparound weekend series. David Peterson for New York, Trevor Rogers for Miami. The Marlins, with a win, could have earned themselves a split in the four-game series. With the recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, this was one of those days for the Marlins. They fell behind in the very first inning and just never were really in this ball game, losing 6-0 to the New York Mets. David Peterson over Trevor Rogers. Mets win the series here at City Field. Three out of four, first of six series these teams will contest this year. These four games, the first of 19, they will match up in head-to-head. Mets will be at Lone Depot Park for three, visiting Miami for the first time next weekend. Trevor Rogers starting for the Marlins against David Peterson. Marlins had a chance in inning number one. John Birdie reached on an error by Eduardo Escobar, but was promptly picked off at first base by Peterson with two outs, nobody on Jorge Soler, an infield single, but Garrett Cooper struck out. So despite a hit and an error, the Marlins kept off the board in the first by Peterson. In the bottom of the inning, Trevor Rogers allowed a leadoff double to Brandon Nimmo. Starling Marte then reached on an error at third base by John Birdie. An infield hit by Francisco Lindor loaded the bases with nobody out. Trevor came back, though, to strike out Pete Alonzo. That was the first out, but then he fell behind Marcana. The 3-2, and he lost him. Ball four, walked him on a fastball. one nothing Mets. And at that point, they still the bases loaded, only one out, but Trevor was able to strike out J.D. Davis, and he got Jeff McNeil to line to left field. So it was... A 25-pitch first for Trevor Rogers. Faced seven batters. Mets scored a run on two hits, a walk, and an error, and led one nothing. Beginning with the Davis strikeout, right after the can of base on balls, Trevor would retire the next nine in a row, and this game would stay one nothing into the bottom of the fourth inning with one out of nobody on J.D. Davis worked to walk. Jeff McNeil doubled him to third, second and third one down for Eduardo Escobar. Second and third, one out. There's a fly ball left center, not particularly deep. Davis tags. Williams makes the catch. Runner comes to the plate. Throw home on a couple of bounces, and Davis just did beat it. Ball rolls away from Stallings, and headed to third base on the throw home. McNeil, it's 2-0 Mets. And with McNeil at third and two outs, Tomas Nito was at the plate. 0-2 0-2 pitch, bounced it up there. Nice stop by Stallings, rolls up the first base line, breaking for the plate and scoring. Jeff McNeil, no hesitation, had a good secondary lead. As soon as that ball hit the dirt, he took off, and it's 3-0 New York. Good base running play by McNeil. However, he came up a little bit lame, had some right hamstring tightness after that mad dash to the plate, had to come out of the game, replaced by Luis Guillorme. So 3-0 Mets. 
through four at that point. David Peterson cruising along in the bottom of the fifth inning. The Mets would add to their lead. That would be Trevor's final inning in this game. Back-to-back hits by Nimmo and Marte got things started. When Marte singled, Nimmo took second base. Francisco Lindor then a fly ball to center for the first out, but Nimmo advanced to third, so the Mets had men at the corners for Pete Alonzo. 2-0, and that ball's ripped to left. Williams is going back. He's going to track it down just in front of the track. Tagging third base, Nimmo. He's going to score. RBI number 64 to lead the league for Alonzo on a sack fly, and it's 4-0 Mets here in the fifth. Alonzo, two strikeouts and a sack fly against Trevor Rogers this afternoon. While the sack fly knocked in a run, he is now in his career 0 for 12 with 6 Ks against the young Marlins left-hander. That fifth inning would be the final inning for Rogers. He struck out Mark Canna to get out of it. But Trevor, done after five today, five hits, four runs, three earned, walked two, struck out seven, threw a wild pitch, 93 pitches, 59 strikes. He exited a 4-0 game. Dylan Floro worked a scoreless sixth inning. Anthony Bass, a scoreless seventh. David Peterson for the Mets went five and a third. Six hits, no runs, two walks, seven strikeouts. He hit a batter, 100 pitches, 60 strikes. Adam Adovino got a double play ball to escape the sixth. Pitched a 1-2-3 seventh with a couple of Ks. And when the Marlins went down without a run against Drew Smith in the top of the eighth, it was still... A 4-0 Mets lead into the last of the eighth inning. Tommy Nance out of the bullpen. First man he faced, Mark Canna, hit a line drive over short. Miguel Rojas went up as high as he could, pulled it down for the first out. But then things got away from Nance and the Marlins in that eighth inning. He hit J.D. Davis with a pitch. A base hit by Luis Guillorme. Put runners at first and second. A wild pitch advanced him to second and third. And with one out, Eduardo Escobar put this one out of reach. Again, a 3-2, back up the middle, into center field for a hit. That's going to bring home two. Escobar has snapped an 0-for-23 with a two-run single, extending New York's lead to 6 nothing. Yoan Lopez would walk a couple, but pitch a scoreless ninth inning, and 6 nothing as this one would end. Mets with their 11th shutout victory of the season, tied with the Yankees for the most in Major League Baseball, and the Marlins finish the road trip at four and six. For New York, six runs, nine hits, one error, nine left. For the Marlins, no runs, seven hits, two errors. They left 10, went 0 for 10 with men in scoring position of the game. David Peterson, the winning pitcher, four and one. Trevor Rogers, the loser, falls to three and six. His ERA's at 5.83 through his first 13 starts this season. Time of the ball game at City Field this afternoon was three hours, 20 minutes. The Mets are again 21 games over 500, matching their high water mark. They're 45 and 24, now 24 and 10 in their home ballpark. Second best home record in baseball behind the Yankees. Second best overall record in baseball behind the Yankees. Marlins are 29 and 36, now 7 under, and they fall 14 back. They're 14 and 22 away from Lone Depot Park. Fortunately, they're headed home now for the next six against Colorado and these Mets. A winning combination, strikeouts and charity. My Marlins are committed to fighting cancer in our community and are proud to again partner this year with AutoNation to support their Drive Pink initiative. With every strikeout recorded by Marlins pitcher, $25 be donated to charities supporting a cure. Today, 10 strikeouts. It's $250 for this season now. 563 Ks recorded by Marlins pitchers, $14,075 
to AutoNation's Drive Pink initiative. Mets blank the Marlins 6-0. Mets take three of four in New York. We will do it again between these two teams. Kept uh, it up this weekend at Lone Depot Park. First, before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Don Mattingly after the 6-0 Mets win over Miami yesterday. Donnie with Trevor, all things considering, a pretty decent out, uh, outing for him, especially against a tough lineup like this. Uh, would you think, do you think that his maybe line um, doesn't really tell the whole story? No, I thought he was pretty good today. Um, he gets up the double early, first you know, leadoff double, uh, make the air, gets a squiver, you know, and then he, he gets out of that with the one. Uh, and thought he held his own, really. And, and you know, they kind of executed on us from the standpoint. They got the sack flies when they needed them. You know, they they executed. But I thought Trevor was pretty good. After that first inning, do you think he gained a little confidence? I mean, after the walk to Canna, came back off a strike out of Davis and got out of that inning. Do you think he, he noticed that he can do this? No, I, I thought he was. I thought he, that was kind of a – when you get out of a situation like that with with – one, you actually feel pretty good because yeah, I mean you understand that you know they they weren't all you. It wasn't like you were walking guys and they were hitting balls all over the ballpark. Uh, so I think he understands that you know getting out of that is kind of a little bit of momentum for us. Uh, and then we just weren't able to capitalize. We had some chances. We had guys out there early in the game. Um, I know we had one chance for sure just to be able to execute the sack fly or get the guy in from third. We didn't do it early to tie the game up. And again, I felt like a lot of times we had guys out there, we thought we had something going, and it would either end with a double play or just not being able to do anything with uh, another guy. That being said, just collectively as a whole as an offense, what are you seeing from your guys and with runners in scoring position, and what kind of adjustments do they need to make? To Here we go, ahead? back to the runners in scoring yeah. position, right? Uh, again, I, I've answered that one so many times because we were actually been pretty good uh, recently, but it's like you got to keep getting them out there. And when you keep getting guys out there and giving yourself chances, you're going to start scoring runs. And and that's the one thing we got to, you know, stay on is just really keep getting guys out there. Guys will come through. Uh, I thought it just wore us down. Once the sixth ended with a double play ball, I felt like that was Gerard double play ball. Just like we just kind of like it seemed like we just ran out of steam at that point. And um, – you know, they shut us down from there. Are you seeing anything particularly from the lineup in it with against lefties, just struggled against them this season? Uh, you know, we really shouldn't. I mean, we've got a lot of power right-handed bats that, that really traditionally have hit left-handed pitching, so we really shouldn't. Um, you know, I don't, I don't think all of our guys have swung the bat that great. 
and we've been a little bit um, disjointed with our lineups from the standpoint of who's in, who's out. Um, but we really shouldn't, so it's hard to explain that one. You alluded to it a bit. It just is it a matter? You know, like Soler got a day yesterday, Avi today. You know, Jazz has been scuffling a bit. Is it guys a bit tired, or is it, you know they obviously go through lulls in a season? But just anything in particular, just overall. Yeah, I think lulls for sure. Um, yeah, Soli hasn't. You know, but himself, I know he's been battling, you know, the back a little bit and playing through some stuff. So, and I think Avi the same. Avi's had some little, little, little uh, aches and pains. He got hit in the hand. Uh, I know his knee's been bothering him a little bit. His hamstring some. So, like, he hasn't been himself. Um, but I, I look at it more as lulls than any anything else. And and we've been we've had to push our guys. Uh, with with Andy and and Joey out, we haven't been able to mix and match near as much. Our infield kind of played this whole trip, uh, and we've asked a lot, so we've pushed those guys hard. So it just at some point you're going to wear them down. One and three against the Mets overall. First time you saw them, you're going to be seeing them a lot more over the next couple of weeks. Just the series as a whole, what were you able to take away from just what it, what it takes to face to face them and. Just the measuring stick, as far as saying they're facing the top team in the East. No, they got a good club. Obviously, we know that, and they're and you can see they're they're doing some things a little differently than last year. You see it with teams that are winning. They're, they're you know they're fighting to put do little things, put the ball in play uh, with two strikes. Uh, they've been executing the the small things as far as as getting like today. What they basically did to us, they get two runs on sack flies. They get a good dirt ball read, and they get a run there. There's three runs in a game that was really a a one nothing game going into that inning, so um, yeah, they've been doing all the little things, but you know we have to really take care of our own stuff. Um, you know our guys have, have kept us in the game. We just got you know again we got to get the big hit, we got to get the big out, and in the series we really weren't able to do it. Don Mattingly after the Marlins fall to the Mets 6-0 yesterday. The Marlins are back home tonight at Lone Depot Park for a 6-40 start against the Colorado Rockies. Dan Castano will get the ball for Miami and we'll be on the air at 6-10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.